Hey, over the past few weeks, we've talked um, about the table. How many of you have enjoyed Pastor Chad's the last few weeks talking about the table and, and the family and uh, building legacy families and discipling and talking about, uh, he talked a little bit about Sabbath. And, uh, you know, in my own prayer time, I always ask, I was sharing this with our prayer team, um, but I always ask the Lord for a, a word. I, I want one word that I can actually filter everything through for the year. And last year, that word for me was efficiency. I, I wanted to be efficient in every single thing that I did in life, whether, it's, whether it was work-related, personal, whatever. So this year, and it's so funny, Pastor Chad mentioned this word like four or five times, and I, I felt uh, just kind of, the Lord just give me this word uh, at actually in December, but that word's intentional. I want to be intentional with everything that I do with my job, with my marriage, with just uh, my, uh, just physically. I just want to be intentional. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, but I want to, I want to start this whole idea about being intentional. I want to teach you for just a few moments and uh, if you have your Bibles, or we'll have it on the screen, we're going to read from Luke chapter 6 today. Luke was a physician. Um, he was a doctor. And I love reading from Luke because I get details. I'm a details guy. And so Luke always seems to have a little bit more detail, um, but there's other stuff very valuable in the Gospels, but I've always loved reading from Luke, Luke chapter 6, and this is verse 37 and 38. He says, do not judge, and you're not going to be judged. Don't condemn, and you won't be condemned. Pretty simple so far. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. And then listen to what he says here. With a good measure, press down, Shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. For, listen to this, for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So what, J, what Jesus is saying is whatever you give, you're going to get back. And you're going to get it back with a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Now let me explain this to you. God tells Moses in Leviticus 23... He says, don't harvest the grain at the edge of your fields. Leave that for the poor. And what the poor would do is they would, they would, at harvest time, they would go to the edge of the fields because they knew, they knew what God had told Moses and they would pick that grain. And what they would do is they'd put it in their baskets and they would press it down and they would shake their baskets to get it to move down further in the basket and then they would put more on, not more on, but they would put more in, push it down, shake it. And they kept doing that until it was just running over. It was, it was uh, you know, they got it as full as you could possibly get that basket. And what Jesus is saying is whatever you give, you're going to get back more in God's economy. That's how, that's how God works. Let me explain it another way to you. If you plant an apple seed, not rhetorical. If you plant an apple seed, what do you get? Apple trees. Somebody said apples. 
Uh, yeah, you do, but you get an apple tree, right? What do, that apple tree produces what? Apples, which have more seeds. Do you get, do you get the picture? It's like, it works like compound interest. It just kind of keeps going and going and going. If you plant a grain of wheat, what do you get? Wheat. You get a stem of wheat with a wheat head, not a weed head with a T, a wheat head, all right? And, and there's thousands of grains of wheat on, on a stem, and that just reproduces itself. How many of you would agree this is a very encouraging verse? But it's also a discouraging verse because it all depends on what you give. If you give judgment, you get judgment back. But the discouraging part is you're going to get that good measured, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. If you give condemnation, you get condemnation back. So here's, here's the question I want to ask you, and I promise you this message is not just about giving, okay? All right? Just promise me you'll hang with me. I'm going somewhere with this. Can Luke chapter 6 refer to money? Absolutely. Sure it can. Jesus says, whatever you give, you will get back. But the problem is when we hear Luke chapter 6, when we hear a preacher talk about this, they use it as the motive for giving and not the reward. If you look at verse 30, Jesus says, give to anyone that, that asks. In verse 35, it says, when you loan to someone, don't even ask for it back. You know, that, that's, that's, that's pretty kingdom-minded. And what Jesus, I believe, is saying is give to give. Whatever you give, just give to give. Don't give to get back. Don't give it as a motive to get back. Most of the time when we hear this teaching, it's give and you'll get. Give and you'll get. And so what do we do? We say, well, I want to get... So I give. And I wonder if God is sitting in heaven saying to himself, isn't this wonderful? My people are catching this re revelation of getting. Isn't this great? The very one who came up with this whole principle of giving was God. Remember, God gave his only son. The thing that was most important to him, he gave his only son. The one who doesn't need anything, that tells me that God didn't implement giving for him. He implemented giving for us. Yes. It's for us. How many of you know everything that you have, eternally speaking, your money, your house, your cars, your boat, your business, your real estate, everything you have, eternally, through eternity's eyes, actually belongs to God. You know, Psalm tells us that, that, that everything is the Lord's, everything in it, the people, the world, everything is God's. And I don't, I don't think God blesses giving. I think he blesses giving with the right heart. If you give because you're selfish and you're greedy and you're looking for something in return, I don't believe God blesses that. I really don't. It's a heart issue. It's all about the heart. 
And so today, what I thought I would do is we, I, I know, I think Pastor Chad has done this one other time, um, but I thought what I would do from my office, uh, my, I, I serve as the executive pastor, so you could say um, operations from finance to our buildings and properties, um, legal side, insurance, budgets, all of that stuff um, flow out of my office. So what I thought I would do for just a few minutes, I thought I would give you a 2022 state of the church. Is that okay? I want to give you some metrics. I want to give you some numbers. I want to show you what God is doing through Destiny Church because Destiny Church understands that we, we have got to be generous. We've got to be intentionally generous. So I want to give you just a few metrics here. Um, we don't have a we don't, we, we're not a voting church, okay? We don't, I know some, you may have grown up or maybe a part of a church where there's business meetings every month or every quarter and you vote and all of this stuff. We, in our bylaws, we are a pastor-led church, um, but we fall under a covering financially of what we call a management team. Those men and women are, are uh, business-minded, but kingdom-minded they're business-minded people who help us oversee the finances, the gift that you guys give, the monetary gifts that you guys give. And so we have a management team. We don't vote on what's approved and not approved, all right? We don't do that. My experience, I've grown up in church my whole life. I'm 45 years old. My experience, churches that vote end up being someday churches that split. I'm just telling you. I've, been, I've, I've seen it happen. And so we are a pastor-led church um, with the, the, the covering of a management team who helps us manage budget, who helps us manage those things. So I want to talk to you today. Destiny Church gives three ways. We reinvest back into the kingdom three ways, locally, regionally, and globally. All right? One of the ways that Destiny Church gives locally is food. We have a food pantry um, that's up, it's on the, that far side of the building. Every Tuesday, we serve families um, that uh, come that, that need food. We do this in Marshfield, too. It's actually fairly new in Marshfield. Um, it's, the food pantry's been here at Republic uh, a long, long time. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess 2010, 2009. That's kind of about when that started. Uh, Jimmy and Linda Gallion head that up, and, and they're going to be mad at me for even saying their name because, yeah. So, yeah. But you know what? Those are two of the most kingdom-minded people I've ever met in my life because they don't want the, any credit. They want all, they, Jimmy always says, I want all credit to go to God. I, we're just the trustee. That's all we do. And uh, uh, man, if we could all capture that, if we could all capture that. So let me give you a few numbers here. We serve an average in Republic 50 families per month on Tuesdays. In Marshfield, 20 families per month. Dry goods, non-perishable foods, um, even like meat, frozen meat, we serve um, people, um, you, there, there's really no criteria. You just, there, there's a few things, but there's no income. Ver we, we don't have to, we don't have to know if, if you're, um, you know, if you're, if you're receiving any type of assistance or anything like that. We just, we just give, we just give. That's our food pantry. 
Um, but in kind of a partnership with that, or I guess you could say they work together, another way that we give locally is with our partnership with Ozark's Food Harvest. How I many of you have heard us talk about the third Tuesday monthly Ozark Food Harvest? This is a dream that Pastor Chad has had for a long time to have a semi-truck park on our lot for, for um, once a month and then we just give food to people who need it. And so every month we have that, this same thing, so this happens on the third Tuesday every month. The same thing happens in Marshfield on the first Friday. And we serve families. Um, it used to, I think it used to be just Greene County for Republic, but now we've opened that up and, and we, we, we serve so many families food and it's good food, pallets, 25, 28 pallets come off these trucks and uh, we, get the, uh, we get it, we sort it, we go through it and uh, we just give it out to the community. Yeah, if you've never been a part, I'm just asking you come one time. Check it out. Come. I would tell you, uh, I understand the hours that we have it. A lot of people work then. I totally understand that. I totally understand that. But if you can ever come on, a, on, a, on the third Tuesday, about, I would show up at about 3 o'clock because we'll have the truck unloaded then, and then we start sorting it, and then we just start distributing at four o'clock. Um, it's really astonishing to see, and uh, I, I would en I would encourage you to come be a part of it sometime. Listen to this: in 2022, between Marshfield and Republic Ozark Food Harvest, we distributed 479,842 pounds of food to Southwest Missouri. 1,150 households served, not people, that's households, 1,150 households in 2022 through our food distribution uh, partnership with Ozarks Food Harvest. We have sponsored dinners uh, for, for some of our local athletic teams. We help sponsor uh, teacher appreciation um, every year when the teachers come back, we always give out baskets of snacks and, and goodies and, and we write them a personal card and just say, hey, we're praying for you this year. We just wanted to bless you with some breakfast items and, and supplies for your classroom. And then in May, we always give them donuts for pa or, uh, uh, a teacher appreciation week. We believe in the, low, in the public school system. And we have a great partnership, both cities, Marshfield and Republic. We have a great working relationship with our schools. One of the things we did new this year is we thought, you know, we want to invest more in our athletic teams, but it's, this is also a way that we can invest in kids, uh, kids in need. So we did a little deal with Republic Tiger Sports, and we said for every touchdown scored this year, and for every home run hit by the Lady Tigers, we're going to donate $20. And that $20 is going to go to an organization called the Price Tag, which the price tag um, um, donates clothing and toiletries. Any kid in the, in the school system, especially those, those kids that are on the free and reduced lunch program, um, we, we, we were able to donate to them so that they could buy more supplies to help these kids. We wrote them a check for $1,840 this year. Um, and so we did it as a little partnership with, with a couple of the uh, uh, high school teams. And it, it's just a blessing to be able to invest and give back to the community. 
Um, let me keep moving through this because I got a lot I want to talk about. One of the things I love that we did last year, 165 kids from Republic and Marshfield School Districts received Christmas gifts last year. Repmo Christmas, you all remember Repmo Christmas? You guys donated to, to that. 100, and I'm not talking a useless piece of plastic toy. I'm talking these kids got clothes, shoes, um, they got, some of them got like basic toiletry needs, but we blessed some of them with, they, some of them did get toys. I saw bikes. We brought them on, we brought them here. We fed them breakfast. Santa Claus was here. I mean, it was, it was an incredible day. And these are kids that probably wouldn't have gotten anything for Christmas. As a parent, can you imagine not being able to give your child a Christmas present? Local outreach. Uh, um, um, both campuses. We talked about the Pregnancy Care Center. We donate to the Pregnancy Care Center. Um, Drive Out Hunger. That's a program for our free and reduced uh, a lunch program for our students. Destiny Church donates to that. Listen to this. Local outreach between both campuses. Last year, Destiny Church gave $42,940 back locally to the community. And it's because of your generosity. Let me talk about regionally real quick. Regionally, we give $500 a month to an organization called The Ark, the Association of Related Churches. This is a church planting organization. It's not a fellowship. It's, it's built of several fellowships. There's Southern Baptist, um, um, Assemblies of God, so many different denominations represented. This Destiny Church believes so much in the local church and the role it plays in, in a community. And the ark um, is, is they, they, they have this dream of planting 2,000 churches in, in, in throughout the world. And um, it's, it's a wonderful organization. Actually, Destiny Church in 2008, we actually relaunched with the ark. Um, they gave us $10,000 to get started. And that $10,000 went toward, I mean, we did marketing, we had to buy lights, we had, there's a lot, folks, it, it costs money to operate a church, I'm just telling you, it costs a lot of money to operate a church. And um, um, they invested in us, so we feel it is very necessary that we reinvest back into church planning organizations. Last year, we gave a scholarship for $10,000 that went to three, it was split up between three different students, Highlands College. These, these students are being trained as future pastors and future uh, church leaders. Again, Destiny Church highly values developing the next leaders that are coming up to lead the church. If there's ever a day that it's critical, it's today. We need, their, pastors are quitting the ministry at a rapid, very rapid rate. And we need to do our part to train that next generation. Let me talk about globally real quick. When I think globally, when I think missions, I, I, my mind automatically thinks overseas. And, and, and it is because we classify outreach usually as more local. Uh, One Child, how many of you have a child sponsored through One Child Matters? Raise your hand, you have a child sponsored. We're gonna bring them back this year at some point. They come every year. One Child Matters, that's our childhood sponsorship program in Howmine, Zimbabwe. How mine is, um, um, it's an actually an operating gold mine in Zimbabwe. And we currently right now have 205 kids sponsored 
Destiny Church. Um, 205 kids sponsored, which is actually a little bit lower than what we normally do. But I know that they have, they had a bunch of kids graduate out of the system over the last six months. And so they are in the process of uh, gathering new kids that are in that community um, to where we can sponsor. It's $39 a month. And those of you who sponsor know what this is, but it's $39 a month that covers their, um, it gives them food. It gives, covers their tuition for school. There's no public school system um, in Zimbabwe. So it's a private school. So it covers their tuition for school, covers basic health needs, and, uh, and it buys their uniform for school. And uh, it also gives us an opportunity to share the gospel with those kids. Um, but we currently have 205 children sponsored um, in Howmine. You guys sponsored over since 2011, we have sponsored 478 children. And that grand total that Destiny Church gave in 2022, so of sponsorships, $102,473 that Destiny Church people have have invested into the sponsorship program at Howmine. That monetary value, it, since, the, since we started this in 2011, is $607,000. Um, and we're sharing the gospel. We are populating heaven because of what you guys give. We contribute a salary every month to Pastor Willie and Pastor Teddy. They are our campus pastors in Howmine. And uh, one of the things that Pastor Willie, he's an amazing leader, but one of the things he did um, about a year ago, he noticed that there were a good group of people that were walking from a village called Doyana. They were walking from Doyana to Halmine. Folks, this is about a 22-mile walk. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Can you imagine getting up in, 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 in your nice, cozy, warm home in Republic and walking, I'm going to use a local church here, and walking to James River. That's about 22 miles. I bet they went, I bet they went to late service. <laughs> I bet they didn't go to the early service. Can you imagine walking 22 miles one way just to go to church? How important is what, I mean, can you, it is so important what we're doing over there. Pastor Willie recognized this. He said, I'm actually going to start driving over there. And we're just, he, that campus started another campus. It multiplied. And we were able to give $7,000 to, to that village in Doyana. We started a project over there, a building. Um, we helped with a well. We've helped with fencing for their gardens. I mean, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. And so we're, we're just excited to be able to partner with that. Last year, we gave $20,000 to a building campaign in an area of Bulawayo called Pomola South. And uh, this is an area that's a very populated area. Um, if you remember Pastor Dixon and Pastor Chippo, um, they actually live in Bulawayo, and Pomola South is a part of that. Um, but we gave $20,000 for a new building. Convoy of Hope partnered with us. They paid for the bathrooms and the plumbing. And uh, you can see, I think, yeah, you can see all the people at this campus. And uh, because of your giving, we were able to reach more people. We are able to reach more and more people. Last thing, we gave $3,200 to an organization in South Africa, South Africa called Reaching a Generation. 
Pastor Chad is very vested in this organization. They manage projects across Southern Africa. Uh, they, do, uh, they provide for needy kids, needy families. They provide school feeding stations, teen leadership camps. Um, they drill wells. One of the things that they do, you don't hear much about. You hear it, but you don't hear about it in the church a lot. They rescue young girls from sex trafficking. And we gave $3,200 to that. And I know Pastor Chad's heart. I know he wants to give more this year. God is blessing Destiny Church because we have been faithful and obedient trustees of what he's given us. All right? And I say all of these numbers today to tell you this. If you don't give, would you consider joining forces, linking arms with us in 2023 so that we can give even more? I want you to be a part of this. I can tell you from experience there is no greater feeling in the world than to be able to give to someone who could never repay you. No greater feeling. How many of you have heard of the acronym ROI? If you're in finance world, return on investment. Heard of this? Return on investment. Today I want to talk to you about EROI, eternal return on investment. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19. Let me read this to you. It says, Do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourself treasure in heaven. Let me tell you what I think this means. I don't, I don't, I don't think God cares if we have if you have nice things, don't care. To, I, I think if you, your house, your car, your boat, whatever you have, I don't think God cares about that. But I do think he cares if that's the only thing that you're focused on, is what you can gather here on this earth. What you can do selfishly for yourself. It's okay to, it's okay to save for your retirement. It's okay to do that. I don't think God's saying that. But I think God is trying to put an emphasis in this verse. He's emphasizing, listen, you can't take this stuff with you. Eternity is going to be totally different. How many of you have ever seen a U-Haul being pulled by a hearse? I've not seen it. You can't take that stuff with you. I mean, that's funny, but seriously. God is saying... Listen, that, those things are fine, but you, you, that stuff's just temporary. What can you do to impact eternity? What can you do with your treasure to impact souls, to impact people who don't know Jesus? And so I want to give you three things today, how you can get an eternal return on investment. And then we're going to wrap up. We're going to sing a song and then, and, and then we're going to call it a day. This is going to be a little bit different day, but I really wanted to teach you today. Chad, so much, Chad is such a gifted speaker, and I can't do what he does, but I do know this stuff. And because Honestly, not because I'm a gifted speaker in this. It's because I've seen it happen in my own life. I've seen God rescue me because I am faithful. Because Rochelle and I, we, we, we're, we try to be generous in everything that we can do. So I want to give you three things today before we wrap up. 
how you can get an eternal return on investment. Number one, you need to, um, you need to intentionally give. You really need to intentionally give. Not talking just about money, but that is included on this list. And you might say, well, if it's not about money, then what do, you, what, you know, what do I give? Give what you have. Give what you have. If you, if you have money, give it. We'll invest it, I promise you. We will put it, we will put it locally. We will invest it globally. We'll, in, we'll invest it um, with, with just, we'll invest it where we feel that God is speaking to us so that we can get a return, return on souls is what we're looking for, right? If you can sing, go talk to Pastor Elliot, have him audition you, give it. If you own a snow plow, come plow snow for us. I pay somebody to do it. I, I'd love for somebody to say, hey, I'd like to plow that for you. Whatever you have, give it. If you have 500, if you have 100, if you have $1,000, give it. One of the ways that you can give right now, here's a way, let me, let me tell you about this real quick. I got seven minutes, we're okay. Oh yeah, we're good. So we give on a platform called PushPay. You hear us talk about PushPay. And I would say 70% of you give online, and which is great, great tool. Um, it's easy, it's convenient, all right? Well. You can give either ACH, which comes out of your account, debit card, or credit card. However, there are processing fees with that. Um, between all of those, both campuses, Destiny Church, guys, we pay, I paid $20,000 in processing fees last year for the gifts, which, yes, our giving did increase, um, but 20 grand. So now, if you give now on PushPay, there is now an option to where you can actually pay, you can actually donate for that processing fee if you would like. I'm not trying to pressure you one way or the other. For instance, a debit card is 2.2%. If you give a $100 gift, um, it's gonna ask you, would you like to donate that $2.20? Rochelle and I decided we're gonna go old school and we're gonna start writing checks again. I hate writing checks. <laughs> Folks, I write checks every day. That's what we do, but you know what? This is our way to make a dent in $20,000. Imagine what we can do. Imagine the souls that we could reach. Imagine if we put $20,000 more in the kingdom to, to, to organizations such as One Child, to organizations in Howmine, to organizations right here in Republican Mount Marshfield. Imagine what we could do with $20,000. So I'm gonna leave it right there. Do your part. I'll do my part. Do your part. Be intentional with what you give. I got to thinking about this. There's a book called um, Master Your Money by Ron Blue. Listen to this. He says there's five ways that, that Americans spend their money. Number one, um, or this is what they do with their money. Number one, they spend it, which is me first. They repay debt, which is creditor second. They uh, pay taxes, which is government third. They save it, which is me fourth. So me is on that list twice. And the last thing that most Americans do with their money is give it. Others last. I feel God has called us to live a different way. He's called us to live a different way. Intentionally give. Number two, intentionally serve. 
I think we need to intentionally serve. Have a plan. First Timothy chapter six, verse 18 says, tell them to use their money for good. They should be rich in good works. In other words, be rich in serving and should give happily to those in need. How do you do that? Your first step, find a serve team. I can help you with that. Um, you can go to the welcome table. You can go to destinychurch.me serve. We would love to have you as a part of one of our serve teams. Well, I'm not sure they need me, Pastor Jason. Listen, that's not why you should. That's not why you should. You should serve because it's what we are called to do. Find a place that you can serve. And if you're not sure, I will help you personally. I will help you and help get you plugged in to serving. Number three, we intentionally give. Number two, intentionally serve. Number three, we gotta be intentional with sharing Christ. We have to intentionally share Christ. James 5, 19 says, my dear brothers and sisters, if someone among you wanders away from the truth and is brought back, you can be sure that whoever brings the sinner back from wandering will save that person from death and bring about the forgiveness of sins. This isn't just the pastor's job on Sunday, folks. This is all of our job, all of us. Look what happens, look what happens when we do this, look what happens in heaven, Luke chapter 15, verse 10. Count on it, that's the kind of party God's angels throw every time one soul, just one, returns to God. That's something, Donnie, that I think we should celebrate. When just one. I don't, I, that causes my heart to leap when I read that verse. Be intentional with your giving, intentional with serving, be intentional about sharing Christ. All the dollars you intentionally give, the time you spend, how you intentionally share Christ, again, that is what populates heaven. In my opinion, that is how you can receive an eternal return on investment. Listen to me, you'll never miss the money you give away. You'll never miss that. You'll miss you'll, you, the money you spend, the money you waste, the money you spend bailing someone out of jail, you'll probably miss that. But you will never miss the money you give away. You'll never miss what you invest in eternity. You'll always, always get a return on your investment every single time. I don't care what the market's doing. I don't care what's trending. I don't care if, if, if it's a bull or a bear year. It doesn't matter. There's no risk. It's the absolute safest, highest yielding investment that you could ever put your money, your time, your energy into. That's the kingdom. Are you with me today? All right, let me pray for you. Jesus, God, I thank you so much. God, I did my best today communicating what I know is heavy on your heart. And God, I just pray right now, Lord, that you would teach us, God, to be intentional with how we give, that we would be intentional with how we serve. God, that we would be intentional on how we share what your son did for us on the cross. And God, I'm just so thankful for, for the provision that Destiny Church, the, just everything that Destiny Church is doing both locally and around the world. God, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful that I get to play a small part in that. God, would you just speak to our hearts today? With every head bowed, every eye closed, I just wanna give you an opportunity 
The first step is to know that Jesus died for you, that he gave his life, that God sent his son to die for your sins so that we could have this direct connection with God. And it's real simple. It's a simple heartfelt prayer. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe that he died for you, that he rose from the grave, the Bible says you'll be saved. And I wanna give you that opportunity today. I'm not gonna ask you to raise your hand because at Destiny Church, we're family and we're gonna pray this together. So all across the room, would you pray this prayer with me? Say, dear Jesus, I need you. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for, ro- for rising from the grave. I choose today to live for you and to become a part of your family. Take my life, take my heart. It's now yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's celebrate today.